when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches lost Lord James. Stately, plump, buck bargain. All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company, read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Ethan Hawke. For what reason did he meditate on schemes so difficult of realization? It was one of his axioms that similar meditations or the automatic relation to himself of a narrative concerning himself or tranquil recollection of the past when practiced habitually before retiring for the night alleviated fatigue and produced as a result sound repose and renovated vitality. His justifications, as a physicist, he had learned that of the 70 years of complete human life, at least two-sevenths, viz., 20 years passed in sleep. As a philosopher, he knew that the termination of any allotted life, only an infinitesimal part of any person's desires had been realized. As a sociologist, he believed in the artificial placation of malignant agencies, chiefly operative during somnolence. What did he fear? The commitment of homicide or suicide during sleep by an aberration of the light of reason, the incommensurable categorical intelligence situated in the cerebral convolutions. What were habitually his final meditations? Of some, one sole unique advertisement to cause passers to stop and wonder, a poster novelty, with all extraneous accretions excluded, reduced to its simplest and most efficient terms, not exceeding the span of casual vision and congruous with the velocity of modern life. What did the first drawer unlocked contain? Avere Foster's handwriting copybook property of Millie Millicent Bloom, certain pages of which bore diagram drawings marked Popoli, which showed a large globular head with five hairs erect, two eyes in profile, the trunk full front with three large buttons, one triangular foot, two fading photographs of Queen Alexandra of England and of Maud Branscombe, actress and professional beauty, a yuletide card bearing on it a pictorial representation of a parasitic plant, the legend Mitzpah, the date Christmas, 1892, the name of the senders from Mr. and Mrs. M. Comerford, the versicle, May this yuletide bring to thee joy and peace and welcome glee. A butt of red, partly liquefied sealing wax obtained from the store's department of Messrs. Haley's LTD 8990 and 91 Dom Street. A box containing the remainder of a gross of gilt J. Penibs obtained from the same department of the same firm. An old sand glass which rolled containing sand which rolled, a sealed prophecy, never unsealed, written by Leopold Bloom, 
in 1886 concerning the consequences of the passing into law of William Ewart Gladstone's Home Rule Bill of 1886, never passed into law. A bizarre ticket number 2004 of S. Kevin's Charity Fair, priced 6D, 100 prizes, an infantile epistle dated Small M. Monday, reading capital P. Papali, comma, capital H, how are you, note of interrogation, capital I, I am very well, full stop, new paragraph, signature with flourishes, capital M, Millie, no stop, cameo brooch, property of Ellen Bloom, born Higgins, deceased, three typewritten letters, address, Henry Flower, C-O-P-O, Westland Row, addresser Martha Clifford, C-O-P-O, Dolphins Barn, a transliterated name and address of the addresser of the three letters in reserved alphabetical blue strophodontic punctuated quadlinear cryptogram, vowel suppressed, N-I-G-S dot slash W-I dot U-U dot Ox slash W dot OKS dot MH slash Y dot IM semicolon. A press cutting from an English weekly periodical, Modern Society, subject Corporal Chastisement in Girls' Schools. A pink ribbon which had festooned an Easter egg in the year 1899. Two partly uncoiled rubber preservatives with reserve pockets purchased by post from Box 32, P.O. Charing Cross, London, W.C. One pack of one dozen cream-laid envelopes and faint-ruled notepaper, watermarked, now reduced by three, some assorted Austrian-Hungarian coins, two coupons of the Royal and Privileged Hungarian Lottery, a low-power magnifying glass, two erotic post cards showing a bucolo coition between nude senorita, rear presentation superior position and nude torero for presentation inferior position b anal violation by male religious fully clothed eyes abject of female religious partly closed eyes direct purchased by post from box 32 po charing cross london wc a press cutting of recipe for renovation of old tan boots a I.D. Adhesive stamp, lavender of the reign of Queen Victoria, a chart of measurements of Leopold Bloom compiled before, during, and after two months of consecutive use of Shadow Whitley's pulley exerciser. Men's 15 slash dash, athletes 20 slash dash. Viz, chest 28 inches and 29 and a half inches, biceps 9 inches and 10 inches, forearm 8 and a half and 9 and a half, thigh 10 inches and 12 inches, calf 11 inches and 12 inches. I, prospectus of the Wonder Worker, the world's greatest remedy for rectal complaints direct from Wonder Worker, Coventry House, South Place, London, EC, addressed to Mrs. L. Bloom, with brief accompanying note commencing. Dear Madam, Quote, the textual terms in which the prospectus claimed advantages for this thaumaturgic remedy. It heals and soothes while you sleep. 
in case of trouble in breaking wind, assist nature in the most formidable way, ensuring an instant relief and discharge of gases, keeping parts clean and free, natural action, an initial outlay of 7-6, making a new man of you and a life worth living. Ladies find Wonder Worker especially useful, a pleasant surprise when they note delightful result, like a cool drink of fresh spring water on a sultry summer's day. Recommend it to your lady and gentleman friends. Lasts a lifetime. Insert long round end. Wonder Worker. Were there testimonials? Numerous. From clergymen, British naval officer, well-known author, city man, hospital nurse, lady, mother of five, absent-minded beggar. How did absent-minded beggars concluding testimonial conclude? What a pity the government did not supply our men with wonder workers during the South African campaign. What a relief it would have been. What object did Bloom add to this collection of objects? A Fourth typewritten letter received by Henry Flower, let HFBLB, from Martha Clifford, find MC. What pleasant reflection accompanied this action? The reflection that, apart from the letter in question, his magnetic face, form, and address had been favorably received during the course of the preceding day by a wife, Mrs. Josephine Breen, born Josie Powell, a nurse, Miss Callan. Christian name unknown, a maid, Gertrude, Gertie, family name unknown. What possibility suggested itself? The possibility of exercising virile power of fascination in the most immediate future after an expensive repast in a private apartment in the company of an elegant courtesan of corporal beauty, moderately mercenary, variously instructed, a lady by origin. What did the second drawer contain? Documents. The birth certificate of Leopold Paula Bloom, an endowment assurance policy of 500 pounds in the Scottish Widows Assurance Society, interstated Millicent Millie Bloom, coming into force at 25 years as with profit policy of 430 pounds, 462-10-0, and 500 pounds at 60 years or death, 65 years or death and death respectively, or which profit policy paid up of 299 Dash ten dash zero together with cash payment of one hundred and thirty three pounds dash ten dash zero at option a bank passbook issued by the Ulster Bank College Green Branch showing statement of A C for half year ending thirty first December nineteen o three balance in depositors favor. 18 pounds dash 14 six, 18 pounds 14 shillings and six pence sterling. Net personality, certificate of possession of 900 Canadian pounds, 4% inscribed government stock free of stamp duty, dockets of the Catholic cemeteries, Glasnevin committee. Relative to a grave plot purchased, a local press cutting concerning change of name by deed poll. 